first and foremost, be as hungry to learn in three, five, even 20 years from now as you are today if you're a new jeweler. Welcome to The Chic Space, a podcast by Premier Designs, where you hear stories from our jewelers about Premier's purpose of enriching lives and training tips on how you can build your business. For this episode, your host is Bob Bolander, Vice President of Marketing Services. Well, on Chic Space today, we're excited to have a jeweler that's been with Premier Designs for 11 years, Melinda Page from Kentucky. She is a three-diamond designer, and I got to tell you, Melinda Page is working working, working her business. And we're going to learn today uh, why she's working so hard and what God is doing in her life. But she has already reached the 25,000 Retail Club and the Sponsor 5 in the Sponsoring Club. And she has had over 1,000 jewelry shows in these 11 years as a jeweler working towards 1,250. So Melinda certainly is a hardworking jeweler. She's a great leader. And a lot of our A lot of our gals across the country are listening and watching what Melinda Page is doing. So I'm excited to have her with us today. So Melinda, are you with us from Kentucky this morning? I am. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I am good, Melinda. And it's great to have you here. And uh, I'm excited about this call because you have a great story that uh, of what God has done in your life and your family's life and how and Premier has been a part of that. So I'm excited about this. And so I want to just ask first... Go back to when you started Premier 11 years ago and share with us why you joined Premier and how your life has changed since. Okay. Well, you know, when I started Premier, I was working full-time as a registered nurse. And honestly, at that point, I had got invited to a jewelry show. Believe it or not, I had no clue there were any type of direct sales jewelry companies out there. And since I had moved to a new department, I went just to get to know the girls a bit better. So when I got there, I loved the jewelry. I loved just being around the ladies. And I booked an event because my wish list was a bit longer than, you know, we could afford at that point. So before that event, you know, my sponsor, my premier mom, Kim Day, she had done such a great job because she would included in my catalogs and things of that nature just a little bit of information about Premier. And so I read over that. And my husband and I, we were actually going on a trip to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And I was like, you know what, David, I really think that I could make some money. It would just be something fun for me to do. So initially, I joined Premier for fun money. But the fun part of that story is is when we got to our resort, um, I was sitting at the pool. I was doing what I was supposed to do, filling out my wish list and so forth. And this lady from across the pool noticed that I had a Premier book. And she walked over and she said, is that a, did I see you looking at a Premier book? I'm like, Yeah. Um, I'm actually having a show and I really am thinking about doing this. And she looked at me and she said, it will be the best decision you have ever made. She was a premier rep at that time. I wish I knew who that lady was because I owe her such a huge thank you. But you know, that just solidified me joining premier and it's definitely the best decision I've ever made. Uh, but eventually I came in for fun money. I had no vision for what premier could be. I said, I never wanted to sponsor a jeweler and I only wanted to do four events. Well, that has turned into being pretty much my exclusive job um, now is being a premier rep, and it's just blessed our family so much. Um, When we started, my boys were three and five, and um, they really, you know, a premier allowed me to come back home and invest in them, and that has been so huge. 
But I say that to say this. About two and a half years ago, I was at a jewelry show. And this just runs chills over me today because um, we had been wanting to adopt for some time. We've had a couple instances with our desire to adopt that we thought was definitely going to go through. And, you know, it, that didn't happen. So, honestly, Dave and I, I I'm, forgot to tell you that I am married to Dave and we've been married for 19 years. We just, we decided to put that on the back burner. We were like, you know, God is just showing us that our lifestyle is maybe too busy. And so my prayer through all of that was, Lord, if it's not meant for us to adopt, I need you to slam the door because if you don't slam it, I'm going to continue to push it open. And so really he did in those two instances. But, you know, November, about two and a half years ago, we were, I was at a jewelry show. I got there a little bit early. I was setting up and there was a social worker there. There was my hostess who typically does shows for me every year to every year and a half. Um, they were talking about these two little girls and they were tearful. And, you know, my, my ears just perked up and I had to ask, you know, hey, you know, what are you talking about? And so they went on to tell me about Kimberly and Kylie and the circumstances that they were in. And that divine appointment has led to the girls being with us for two and a half years. So I will forever be thankful for Premier because, you know, it's it fulfilled our, it completed our family. If it had not been for Premier, there's not a doubt in my mind, we would not have two beautiful little girls who are now six and seven. So it's just, it's been such a huge part of our life, um, and it's way more than jewelry. So we've been blessed tenfold by Premier and the relationships that we've received. And you bring out a great point. God lured you to Premier for fun money, but he had something in store for you that you had no idea 11 years ago. And uh, that is amazing. And I think every jeweler, um, if they can't relate to that yet, if they stay in Premier long enough, they're going to have those opportunities to see why God really brought them into Premier, like you have been able to share. I'm a far believer in that. I think a lot of times we as jewelers, we come in with one vision of Premier, but if you stick it out, if you just stick with it, God will reveal the rest of your story. And I don't feel like my story is over. Like I still feel... Every day, every year, he is still bringing a new story to our family through Premier. Now, you are also a military wife. Uh, you mentioned your husband, David, and uh, he's been serving our country. So I thank you and I thank David for his service. How has working Premier as a military wife been unique or how have you, how have you uh, worked through that? Well, let me give you a little hindsight. This past year, it's been about a year now, David actually received the promotion. So he lives away from home. Sundays through Thursdays. He's about two and a half hours away. So first and foremost, I'm so thankful for the flexibility that Premier's provided us. As far as I'm very passionate about in-home events, I still do those. But the reality is with having four kids, Premier has allowed me to have the avenue to even do in, you know, Facebook events, which has really helped keep me consistent. But it's, you know, it's, it's been a blessing. I love that Premier has no quotas. And I love that they've opened the floodgates for flexibility. I just feel like you have to find what you're passionate about and you have to work it that way. So, you know, with the flexibility, it's been huge for us. It's been a great way for me because, you know, now, even from 11 and a half years ago, now I need those nights out every now and then. Because Sunday through Thursday, I I, I wrangle all the kids. So it is so nice just to be able to go out once a week or so to show the jewelry and just be around other women. 
you know, you mentioned uh, coming into Premier for fun money, and you said you had no vision, but you obviously have vision now, uh, long term for your business. So I'd like for you to talk about that. Um, talk about the concept of having a long term vision and how you stay focused on that. Well, I think that's one of the most pertinent things that, as yours, you need to establish as quickly as possible. And I'm a, I will always tell anyone that I talk to about Premier. Premier is not a get rich quick scheme. Yes, the business provides great income, but the reality is it's the people. Like Premier is way more than money. And I feel like with thinking about long-term vision, the quicker you connect to your purpose. And when I say purpose, I just mean outside of the dollar sign because I was that jeweler. I can relate with so many people. When I first came into Premier, I was that jeweler who was all about the dollar sign. 50%, I wasn't even excited about the 10, 10, 10, you know, the commission at that point, but the 50% was my driver. What I found is that was my driving point to start with, but my passion became people. And really that's my purpose. I truly feel like that Premier, for me, is a platform to make a difference in the lives of others. And for, for those of you that are listening or will be listening, when you truly figure out your purpose, that in itself will be the driving force that will keep you going when times get hard or really just keep you going when you don't feel like working because it's the purpose. Now, I'm a far believer. Goals are instrumental in our business. But I want you to think about this. If you just merely have goals, you set the goal and a couple things happen. Number one, you reach them. So where do you go after that? Or number two, you don't reach those goals. You become deflated and you become discouraged. It's kind of like you slide down the hill. Well, my, what I feel like is if you connect with your purpose, and I want you to envision this like as a mountain or a pyramid, you connect with that purpose, that purpose goes at the top of that pyramid. That's your purpose. And what, what drops down below that purpose, that is your goal. And then below your goals, at the very bottom of that pyramid, are the tasks that you need to do daily to achieve the goals, which in turn achieve the purpose. So the mentality behind that is if you set the purpose at the top of that pyramid, you're always climbing uphill. So you, and, and along the way, you're going to reach those goals to get to that purpose. But your purpose never ends. Like your purpose, it, your purpose can change over time. But if you always set the purpose at the top of the pyramid, you're always climbing to reach that. So you don't have that deflation up and down, up and down. Or let me look at this differently since I've reached that goal. You really have the, the sole purpose of your business that you're trying to achieve day in and day out. So that's one thing that I think that helps me stay focused is knowing my purpose. Knowing that no matter what today looks like, if it's a good day, if it's a bad day, I still have a purpose and I can fulfill that purpose with Premier. And along that journey, I'm going to meet those goals that I desire to achieve. I love that. Connect with your purpose, and you're always climbing uphill as long as you're focused on that purpose. That's this great, great way to stay focused on a long-term vision. And, and, and you know, I'm going to ask you a question, kind of a little follow-up, uh, about a turning point in your business that relates to what you just shared. You said your passion became people. So there was a point where it wasn't people, it was money, and it became people. Can you talk a little bit about the turning point of when you moved from being money-focused to being people-focused? You know, I can, Bob, and it's really a combination of a lot of different things. Um, first and foremost, I went, I came in in June. So that very first year, I was not able to go to National Rally. Now, for those listening, go. 
Do not be like me and not attend that first national rally. However, I did go to that first regional rally. And the turning point began there because, you know what, you, you, I heard testimonies. I heard trainers who had a similar story to mine. And it really just opened my vision to what Premier truly was about. It's about people. It's about being able to be a small part of helping someone else become successful, not just in business, but successful in their life. And so that was the first turning point. And then when I came home from that regional rally, I put those tips into practice and I started adding people to my premier family. And there's nothing greater and nothing more powerful than personally seeing this business help someone that you bring into the business. That's huge. That, is, that was the turning point is actually watching this business change the life of people around me. So would you agree with the comment that the best way to change your focus is to sponsor another woman into Premier because that will change your focus? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's great. That is great. And uh, then all the other blessings in your life with your family and Kimberly and, and Kaylee and what God has done for you, that's just, been, that's just been the blessing that's happened as a result of your focus on people and what God has called you to do. And you've been successful at that. So I'm going to ask you, um, what tools you use in your life and business that have helped you be successful? You've talked about your focus on your purpose, climbing uphill, always working towards that purpose. What tools help you stay focused on that purpose? Well, definitely a huge thanks to Premier. The Premier University, there is so much information there, especially for a new jeweler or even seasoned jeweler for that matter. But the podcast that we have, I tune into those. I think anything that you can plug into that makes you want to become a better version of yourself is huge. But aside from that, personally, like with the sponsoring, I know that my strength is in front of people. I have, you know, I think social media is great. I have used social media. But my biggest focus right now moving forward is really just being in front of people because that is where they pick up on the passion you have for what you do. It's very hard to establish that, in, for me, through a screen. So I think getting in front of people, all the things you guys have given us as far as the podcast, the university, and then above that, the people you surround yourself with. You know, you have to surround yourself with like-minded people who are going to push you, who are going to encourage you, and sometimes, too, will give you a little bit of tough love to get you back on track for your purpose. It's very good. So your passion for people is also your secret to staying focused, which is other people, having people speak into your life and around you. That's great. That's great. And uh, and I love what you said about your strength being in front of people. Uh, if you're not in front of people, then you're going to have a tough time with this business. So great, great tidbit for those listeners that we have. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about that going to your calendar. Um, how do you plan your calendar for the different seasons of your business and life? Uh, do you do the same thing year round? Uh, do you change how you approach your business during the course of the year? Uh, what does that look like for you? Well, the first thing I'll share with you guys is I have a golden rule for my business, and that is there is no on and off button with Premier. Now, yes, life happens, and at that point, I've had to put Premier on the back burner for a very short span of time, but not for the long haul, because, you know, I saw it happen over and over again. The longer you keep Premier on the back burner, the colder it gets and the harder it is to restart. So first and foremost, we have to learn to work through adversity. I'm not saying you can't slow down a bit, but you cannot just shut Premier off. It has to be a part of your life. As far as how I plan my calendar, my, my goal for this season in my life is 
between four and six events a month. I, I watch my calendar daily for that. And then, you know, June and July, January, those are three months that typically if I want to hold that four to six, I will overbook. And usually I'll overbook by probably three, at least three events. Because the key, in my opinion, with this business and with our calendars is consistency. Like, I want to look at the last year, and I want to see those four to six shows every single month, not four one month, one the next, and then zero the next. If we can train ourselves to become consistent, setting that goal, I did say that goals are important, and they are, setting that event goal and actually achieving it every month is so powerful. Consistency. Uh, that's a great word, and uh, you find that that helps you through every season of the year. And you mentioned when life circumstances happen, uh, the fact that you've got a consistent business will carry you through that. So I love that. And I love your golden rule. No on and off switch with Premier. Yeah. No matter what's <laughs> happening, you might slow down, but do something. Very good. I appreciate that. And you've had some opportunities. Why don't you share one of those times that you had to slow down? What, what's one of those times in your life you had to slow down? And what was that minimal level of activity that you kept going during that season? I will be honest, Bob, my minimal activity is four events a month. And that, that's been for forever. That that would be the minimum. And probably, honestly, the hardest time of my business has been within the last two years. Because for, for let's say for 10 years prior to that, I would probably do consistently eight to 10 events by choice. That's what I wanted to do. Um, when the girls came in their life, that was a huge transition for us because David and I both agreed that we wanted to give them as much stability as possible. So for, for the first year to year and a half, if I was out for an event, if I was on a premier trip, that meant David would be home or, or, or vice versa. If he was out of town, if he, you know, whatever he may have going on, then I would be home because we wanted the girls to know what home was. So that, you know, that was, it was, it was a rocky time to, to kind of figure out what my, no matter what goal was going to be, but we made it work. I mean, that would have been the easiest point for me to shut down because keep in mind, David works a lot out of town and now he exclusively works out of town Sunday through Thursday. We have not only two kids, but now four. Um, That could have been a very defining point in my life that I just shut down and quit. But you just have to learn to work through adversity. And I'm thankful for the flexibility that Premier gave me because honestly, the flexibility let me kind of slow down on the in-person event for a short while and do a few more Facebook events um, to keep that consistent number flowing for us. And, and I love what you just mentioned about that. You are still in front of people, whether you're face-to-face in their living room or whether you're connected through Facebook. And so what do you do during your Facebook events uh, to, to keep that relationship alive? You know, it's, it's, it's really with anything. It's just a lot of interaction. Um, I really try to drive people to my VIP page on Facebook because they get to know more of who Melinda Page really is, not just who she is in front of the camera looking all put together. Um, and then just, you know, keeping up with them on on their private Facebook pages, commenting, and just, just getting to know them. It's, it's just a different way to get to know people, but it does take intent. Mm-hmm. Very good. A different way. A different way to get to know people, but that's what you're doing. You're still getting right. to know people. Uh, that's great. Now, let's let's talk about advice to a brand new jeweler. Uh, you've been in 11 years. You've seen a lot. You've done a lot. You've experienced a lot of ups and downs. And a brand new jeweler, what is your advice that you would give to her? First and foremost, be as hungry to learn. And three, 
five, even 20 years from now as you are today, if you're a new jeweler. You know, as we come in as a new jeweler, we want we have to learn because we have no clue what's going on. So my one of my biggest things is be as hungry to learn in 20 years as you are right now. And then the second the second tip that I have for new jewelers to help with that consistency and honestly to help you find the purpose or your purpose is attach your premier business to a dollar sign. You know, I over 11 years of sponsoring a lot of jewelers and mentoring jewelers, those that never do this, do that. They just say, hey, I want to do four shows a month, but they really never attach it to a monthly bill. That's where I see jewelers not being consistent because, you know, they, ha- they have nothing to show for it. So their business is very up and down. Whereas if you say, hey, I want to pay, like mine is my house payment. I want to pay my house payment with my personal business every single month. I've done that since I got serious about career, probably at least 10 years. Um, if you, and I'm not saying you have to do it on that level. Maybe it's your cell phone bill. Maybe it is your um, electric bill. I want you to be so serious about that. That when you say, hey, Melinda, I want to pay my electric bill with my premier money every single month. In reality, if you don't have the money in your premier account to do that, your electric bill gets shut off. That's the mindset you have to have. If you will truly attach your business to a monthly bill and then you will hold yourself accountable to making sure the money is in your premier account to pay that, you will have a very consistent business. Great advice. Great advice, Melinda. And then you can honestly say, since Premier pays your mortgage, that Premier puts a roof over your family's head. That's great. So that's good to <laughs> yes, know. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. It does. You know, um, before we get into the part of our podcast that we call the uh, rapid fire questions, I'm going to ask you five questions and you have to answer the very first thing that comes to your mind. So before we get to that, just want to give you another chance. Is there anything else that you'd just like to say or to comment uh, whether or not we include it into the final version of the podcast? Uh, Anything else that you'd like to share that's on your heart? Um, Yes, absolutely. There is one other thing I'd like to share. And this is something that actually came from the Dare to Dream Work to Win business or the book Dare to Dream Work to Win. And it just says success in network marketing is not about being a racehorse. It is all about being a pack horse. A pack horse will not impress you with its speed or appearance, but it will amaze you with its quiet strength, patience, and stamina. Like the Energizer Bunny, it just keeps going and going and going. That is so huge. Because I think some of us, we see these girls that promote so quick, or maybe they're a top retailer and they just, they join and the next month they're a top retailer. The reality is, is if you will just get that pack horse mentality and get it through your mind that Premier is a company that works, it will bless the socks off of you and other people around you if you just give it time. And if you will do the consistent daily task needed day in and day out. Very good. And there's a theme running through everything you have shared today, and that is consistency and uh, and, and, a, and a passion and a purpose. And you just exude that, Melinda, and I appreciate that so much. And I'm just hoping that those who listen uh, can get an idea that that's something they have to apply in their own life and business as well. So how, how are the girls now? How are they doing, Kimberly and Kaylee? And where are you on the uh, – you're, you're working for full adoption, are you not? Or are you working for full custody? We have full custody right now, and they're, they're wonderful. I, I just can't, can't tell you how God has blessed us with these, with these babies. I mean, it, it's 
we have a complete family. Um, we had a great family prior, but we had that desire to adopt. And I fully believe God closed those two prior doors because he had a much bigger door in store for us. So they're wonderful. That's great. All right. You ready for the uh, rapid fire questions? I am. All right, Melinda, what is your favorite piece of jewelry? Dazzled. Oh, very good. Now, how do you drink your coffee? I drink it with sugar and cream. More cream probably than sugar. So you add a little coffee to your cream and sugar. Very good. (laughs) I do. All right. What time do you wake up each day? Six o'clock. Six o'clock. And what's one thing that gives you energy? Um... Honest, I mean, energy for me is just moving, like getting out and about. I, if I sit in the house or I'm not busy, then there's no energy there. So it's just getting up and moving. Very good. And what's one place that you'd like to travel on your bucket list? Hawaii. Hawaii? Yeah. That sounds great. I'm just glad you didn't say Alabama or Tennessee. <laughs> so, uh, very good. So good. Hawaii. That's exciting. Yes. So thank you so much, Melinda, for joining us today on Chic Space. Uh, love your message of passion, purpose, and consistency, and uh, love how God has given you a new purpose and that idea that what you came into Premier to accomplish is not what God had in store for you to accomplish. And uh, that's a great message that I know so many women across the country can relate to. So Melinda, so glad to have you with us today. And thank you everyone for joining us on today's Chic Space podcast. Thanks for joining us today. For more stories about enriching lives and training tips for growing your business, subscribe to the Chic Space podcast.